This is the High Hopes Podcast. High Hopes. It's a bunch of baseball nerds talking about the Phillies on Odyssey in Sports Radio 94 WIP. Yo. of the High Hopes Podcast. Don't catch it, Nick! What are you doing, you psychopath? How do you catch that ball? What a play. How you doing, pal? Never a doubt. I can't, can you believe he caught that ball? Was there a single Phillies fan watching that and not yelling, don't catch it, at their TV or at the radio or whatever? Like, Every single person was doing what Kruk did. Yeah, like there's it just, exa- it's the no, 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 yes! yeah! Yeah, yeah, it was, it was big. It was big. And, um, <laughs> it was insane. Two like, homers, two, Cassidy. Yeah, Cassidy! Listen, I'm just saying... Like it's just we've talked a lot about games this year and how they remind you of so many games from last year. <laughs> yes, I mean, yeah. Cassie making a big catch to save the game <laughs> in, in Atlanta. In Atlanta, it was just like so poetic. Um, but yeah, it's it, absurd actually. Like, what is going on? Like, it's, it's so silly. It's just this team. Um, they're it committed to the team. bit. They're committed to the bit. But um, <laughs> yes, they are. So, like. I don't really believe him when he says there's a voice in his head telling him to catch it. Although, I mean, it definitely could be real. I don't. I think he just thought, go catch the ball. I don't think he gave one <laughs> second of thought to not catching the ball. I don't think at any moment heading to that ball did he think about the situation, about what was happening in the game. He's like, catch ball, throw ball. Yeah. Like, that was what he said. He just see ball, hit ball. It's the same thing fielding-wise. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but either way, it was uh, – and, 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 I mean, I'm sure you were tearing up as, as Luke Williams was, uh, was my stealing guy, second Luke. and third. Yeah. But, yeah, nice of Craig Kimbrell to hold him on. Like, yeah. what's going on with that? So I go, like, seriously, I don't know if you heard Fransky. I heard it after. Fransky was like, you never, like, it's usually L.A., right? L.A., oh, what the, oh, getting him. Like, Fransky was, like, angry. He was sitting there going, like, it's September. Why is this happening? Why? Because, apparently, oh, by the way, also Craig Kimbrell, the MLB leader in pitch clock violations. Well, that's not surprising. Why he's saying a reliever. That in a surprising tone. It's surprising because he's pitched way less innings than most people. Yeah. Of course it's surprising. Oh, it should be someone who's pitched a lot of innings. It like, seems like it seems like it, he had it figured out there for it felt uh, like, like it, three months. And then all of a sudden like this last it, week, it's like it's back yeah. out of nowhere. Um, and it, the not holding runners on thing is weird. Yeah, but he never – I mean, so – I know, but in that spot – I like, agree. I agree. Here's here's the way that I – if I'm going in the mind of Craig Kimbrell, okay, Um he hasn't been pitching well. Mm-hmm. He hasn't been pitching his best, and I think he's just getting. He's getting. He wants to make sure his mechanics are right. To so he's get just the focusing out. on him ver- to the to getting the ball to home, and yeah. everything else is not Whatever. there. Whatever. You can steal home. Whatever. <laughs> <laughs> um, Surprise! He didn't. Yeah. Like he took well, second and third, no problem. Yeah. His and his his pickoff move kind of stinks. Yeah. I just I think I think he's. I think he's just so locked in on I need to get outs pitching wise that I can't focus on that stuff. It's it's not great, you mm. know. I would in, in, in an ideal spot, but it's not like he's fast to home regardless. No, yeah, it's easy to steal on Kimbrel anyway. Mm-hmm. But still, it's just man, like of all the spots, I mean, the, the one thing you don't want that guy to do is advance bases. Yeah. Like, you know, what are we doing? Yeah, and I, and I didn't appreciate Luke Williams doing that. <laughs> no, I know it was almost like a yeah. you know a little like subtle I, little screwed us. You trying to take a shot? I mean, I mean we, you had the greatest moment of your career here yeah. in Philadelphia. Yeah, that's what you'll be remembered for. And, Magical night. And for one podcast host, the the biggest memory of his the <laughs> last qu- ten years. You quoting yourself, <laughs> then the people forget James Seltzer cried. Like it was really funny. <laughs> Thank you. It was really good. Thank work. you. I like tweeting out random things from the High Ops account. I do account. too. It's it's, it's a, like it's like I tweet it out from the High Ops account when I don't want to tweet it from my own account. <laughs> 
because like not enough people will get it. So I tweeted from the high hopes account. I love that yeah. so much. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah, it's because I feel like the people that follow high hopes on Twitter are like the diehards. Yeah, 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 yeah they yeah. get it. You can do the little weird inside <laughs> jokes, and they'll be like, "Have you did your own account?" I mean, you're big time. Yeah. Remember when I used to have more followers than you? You've like you got like twenty thousand more than me. Yeah, we've we've <laughs> we've left me. you in the dust, yeah. pal. Not tweeting left. seems to help my yeah, <laughs> hurt yeah. my ability to gain. Well, the my... problem now is like every everything that follows me is a, a bot. Ah. So like I'm at 60k and it's like you know back in the day I'm like oh it's such a... but then I look at it it's like crypto 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 <laughs> crypto. It's like all these what are their takes in the fills? Like, like do they have a thought? How they feel heading into the playoffs? You know. So um, but dude like for a. Uh, for a for a September game, right down in in Atlanta, and it was a twelve. Like the amount of stress I felt at a like the Phillies are gonna. Immediately, we talked about this last time, right? Like these games more or less are meaningless. Like they're gonna be the fours. Like it's gonna happen. It. I know. I felt I the same it. way. I and then oh god, like I I felt the exact same. Well, way. Well, and I think that obviously when people because they like to bring down the Phillies. Oh yeah. I feel like yeah, more than thing that happens. More than most yeah. uh, teams in the city, they people look to <laughs> point out their flaws at all times. Mm-hmm. Um, They'll say, "Well, you know, the, the the Braves had nothing to play for." It's like that's not really true, and they're they're still playing for the one seed. Yeah, and they guys. keep choking. I mean, the, the the Dodgers might catch them. That's only with two and a half back yeah. now, out of nowhere. Yeah, yeah, like that. Like they do have so. You're absolutely right. And, yeah, and it matters. And I would I would give more um you know credence to that. I guess if if the if the Braves didn't throw out their A lineup in every game. I mean, yeah, it's the, not like they're the sitting Tucker players. Was the one who was sitting guys? The <laughs> lineup yesterday was it was a hey uh, you probably gonna lose this game lineup from Topper. Braves are throwing out all their dudes. They play hard. They kicked our ass in game two. It's mm-hmm. not, what, what about that game? Were they not trying all all three? No, they like, wanted to turn it on for one game. Right, yeah, uh, yeah. right. And they fought back. That, they were down for nothing. They fought back. Like what are we talking about? And here? then what happened? <laughs> did, did Michael Lorenzo out of the bullpen happen? Like he's cooked. He, he just doesn't have it. He doesn't like, have it's it. It's as simple as that. Yeah. He just it, the, he can't the pitch. Fa- the fact watching that guy two nights ago, the fact that that guy threw a no hitter. Is the single craziest thing that happened all season. Well, and it's gonna again, uh, it's gonna be a great trivia question at one point. You know, like where were you for the Michael? Like, yeah. who, who's the last Philly to throw a no hitter? <laughs> it might be the new bit. Honestly, if he, <laughs> yeah. if he sucks, if in he the, sucks, if yes, it, in the postseason, if he has bad moments, it's like, all right, we got to know, we got to get a yes. Yeah, we got to see the cycle goes away this year. Then we got a new one in the same year. Now the problem is, thing. I won't get worked up. Until like eight eight years in, yes, you know what I mean. Yes. So as long as this podcast is around, well, it's good. Look, we made in twenty thirty one. So it was a decade between the last two, right? Like Cole was twenty thirteen's no hitter, uh, right? Twenty fifteen. Twenty fifteen. So eight years. I mean, there hold you on. go. Can we just pause? That's bad. Job you host this podcast. Yeah, so he was traded in twenty fifteen. It was his last <laughs> yeah, stars of film. Bad job, right? I mean, I think actually to your. I'm going to bail you out here. I'm pretty <laughs> that sure those years were like no, the most no, meaningless no, years. No, 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 no. Don't try to don't okay, try to lead ahead. the witness. Or I think right. Am I <laughs> sure, the witness? Yeah, in this that case? Works. yeah, I think so. Um, <laughs> I, don't know. Um, I believe 2013 is when they threw the combined no hitter against the Braves. Thank you. So I had it stuck in me. It was a bad job. No, thank you for trying. It was a horrible job. <laughs> it was horrible. You just own it. it terrible. Because if they traded in 2014, they probably would have got Mookie for him. But who's counting? Can you imagine? But who's bringing up that stuff? Nobody. Good thing they are not. I saw Rube today. I mean, yeah. Maybe I should have. You should have said, yeah, hey, Rube, seriously. It's honestly buddy. my one. Like, if I could get him off there, like, if I could. You could. Said, you see Rube all the time. I you know. could ask him any. And Rube is super and we're honest. close now. Yeah. He, dude, by the way, Ruben's a great guy. Yeah. Like, I'm a huge fan of Ruben tomorrow, the human being. Like, 
lovely guy. Yes. Like a, a genuinely nice human being, like who's thoughtful. Yeah. Um, Although there was a time period there where I thought he didn't like me. Yeah, remember that bit? And I always that, think a lot of people don't like me. You go in thinking people aren't going to like you. See, yeah. we're, that's where we're opposite. I go in thinking everyone's going to like me. You go in thinking everyone's going to hate you. Yes. Yeah. It's usually, yeah, I, I, I usually <laughs> think people don't like me. They usually everyone likes yeah. you. Yeah, because I didn't play. The, uh, anyway. Um, <laughs> Take us deep into the psyche there. You were, you were about to go deeper and you just taught yourself. I like that. No. Um, but the funny thing is, is like you could absolutely ask. He was just out there. He would answer any question for you. Like yeah. he's super nice, yeah. soft the air. He'd tell but you whatever then, you want to know. I don't want to break it on the air and break the big news. That's true. That they true. probably could have got Mookie. Or they could have got Aaron Judge <laughs> in 2014 too. I know. I know. I know. I know. Well, apparently, I don't know how true this is. And it seems like an appropriate time to talk about the Cole Hamels trade. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm taking two or yeah. three yes. from the, the yes. from the Braves. Yeah. But do you remember the story that they asked? Like he asked for uh, Judge Sanchez and and uh, Luis Severino the, for the, Cole. Yeah, yeah, in yeah. It's the all time classic one. Yeah. <laughs> it's like anything else. And everyone was killing Cashman for not doing it. Remember? <laughs> it's like this idiot. What are you doing? Yeah. What the f- who are these prospects? Yeah. 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 yeah nice. Yeah. Yeah. Close. yeah. yeah it's close. We kind of got it out a little. Bit. It's all right. By the way, Cole was on WIP yesterday. He's great. He was like great, right? Yeah. And talked about a lot of stuff that I hadn't heard. Like talked about the struggles in 09 and, and what that was like for him. Talked about getting booed off the mound that first game. Like, so I didn't remember that. I, so yeah, I'd see that was an age thing probably because I remember that. Well. I remember Eaton getting it w- booed. It was one of the most disgraceful moments as a was Phillies it opening fan. day. It was it was his first start. No, but was it opening day? I don't remember if it was him. Or, yeah, it, w- it would have been him. I think. Yeah, it must have been. Well, yeah. Cliff came. Cliff came there. Deadline. Yeah, the deadline. So yeah, would have been. I don't remember because I was there. I mean, I was there to boo at yeah. Eaton. I remember that boo. Well, that that, that, that is well, that's probably my most proud. Family. It's my my favorite boo of all time. Well, besides, I did get in the head of Chad Qualls. Yes, you've told this story before when yes. he was a Marlin. Yes, <laughs> the dugout or the, uh, the left field. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, left, yeah, yeah. yeah. So, but I, I I did I didn't remember the boo off the mound. Yeah, on, on it was not day. good. That's not. It was a really not a great. Look. The guy just won the World Series MVP. It was it was tough. Yeah, that's not what you want to see. Great. Yeah. But, but no, Cole was great. Cole he was great. great. It was great. And it gave us a good, uh, I think it gave us a good glimpse into Nola. Um, I agree. Well, and, that was what was so interesting about it. Yeah. yeah. And Nola went out yesterday. And Let's get to it. Yes. So what did you think? I thought, especially early on, the swing and miss stuff, like actually getting some swing and misses early looked good. Like, you know, had the fourth and the fifth inning. And in each of those two innings, I was like, here it is. Here we go. We're going to be losing at the end of this inning. The five runs, six runs. I was texting buddies. Oh, here it comes. The... You know, and and then you know gave up two runs, but he did it. He did it. He found his way through it, and he ended up pitching six two runs, like the best start we've seen from him in a little while. What'd you think from what we saw from Aaron yesterday? Uh, I was happy. Yeah. I was happy for a couple. <laughs> I was happy. It was, was good. Up. It was nice. That's a big take. Two one five. <laughs> um, <take>. But um, <laughs> so uh, uh. He was good. Like he, he had what eight strikeouts, um, no walks. I think it was eight. Yeah, eight yeah. strikeouts, no walks, and no home runs, which is big. So but second, first time all season that he's had two starts in a row without a home run. Whoa. First time all season. What? Pretty amazing. I mean, to make it runs? to September and not go back to back starts, that can be a moment. We getting Knowles? We, Knowles? we getting big game Knowles? Playoff Knowles? He's back. Playoff Knowles? Well, it's time. It I time. told you, it's a chance to rewrite a season. And we said this last year for Cassianos, right? Going to the playoffs, we were like. <laughs> He it's did. funny because he did, just not with the bat. But we were like, hey, you know, this guy has had an abysmal season. People have hated having him here. But all this guy has to do is have a month. And no one will remember any of that stuff. Mm-hmm. And and you're right. Aaron Nola has a chance to take a season that has been dog bleep. We don't curse on this pod. Except for you. And uh, a little a bit good ago. Amount. Yeah, the, the, yep, that's right. Me sometimes when I can't <laughs> help myself. <laughs> it's, just, it's like a fuh. 
I know. <laughs> I stopped myself. It is funny. You make a great point that I talk on the radio for a living and never, never, even, ne- come, and close. Never even come close. Yeah. yeah, but on this podcast, every day you get me going, buddy. Thank you. Yeah. Um. So yeah. So Noel has a chance to, to rewrite his season. I, I thought he looked good yesterday. Um. I th- obviously the swing and miss was good. Eight strikeouts, good. No strike. Uh. Uh. No home runs. The biggest. Uh, you know, kind of thing there. But I, I like that he battled his way in and out of those innings. I know it's back to back. I know it's annoying. I know it felt like here it comes. Um, and I think we all felt that way. But the, his ability to get through that, I think, is going to be a big mental hurdle for him. Hopefully, against a great lineup. Against a great lineup. So if he can, if he can say, okay, I did it there. The the avalanche didn't happen. I got through it. And and I, I if he can just unlock that, I think we can see a different Aaron Nola. The other thing. That I thought was really interesting, and I thought yesterday was a big day. If you wanted to get a glimpse into what Rob Thompson really thinks about this team and who he trusts and who he doesn't trust, I don't think he really trusts Aaron Nola. Like the fact that he pulled him after the sixth, I thought showed that. Mm-hmm. I thought I thought it was a lock. He's going out there for the seventh. I was shocked. And, I was floored. And he didn't. And I think that shows that you know he's he's going to give him a, sh- a chance, but his rope is tight. His rope is tighter. Um, and then the other part of yesterday was there was two classic Sir Anthony spots in the in the Hoffman inning and in the tenth where Strom came in mm-hmm. that that's always been Sir Anthony's spot. He didn't pitch him, yep. and I think that you know I've been asking for for him to to put Hoffman there instead of Sir Anthony. I was glad he did. I, I it wasn't like I thought he had a bit of a quick hook on Hoffman, but at the same time you want a lefty on Olson so the game doesn't get tied up. Mm-hmm. And and Soto for as bad as he's been this year. He's been um, against lefties. Well, lefties are batting one ten yeah. of them, so he still can get left-handed hitters out. Yeah. So um, I, I thought it was a, I thought it was an aggressive Rob Thompson, but I thought it was also a a glimpse into what the postseason around here um, uh, might be like. Yeah, no, I think that's really fascinating. And look, I I think the the look, I think we've all been kind of where we're at with Nola, and yesterday was encouraging. The Sir Anthony one for me is is in some ways, not more concerning, I do think Nola's more important, but in some ways more concerning in that, that like, I expected him to get back. Nola, it would be a pleasant surprise, but I'm not expecting it. Like, Sir Anthony, I am surprised that he is still struggling. Yeah, and I know people will... Now, the one caveat, and I don't think it's the case, personally, I guess he threw um, Friday, Sunday, Monday? Friday, Sunday, Monday? Yeah. Friday, Sunday, Monday. I think that's right. Uh, whatever. Um, so he had pitched like three out of the last five games, I'm, I'm I'm pretty sure. But still, I mean, he has been known to to push guys and, and put guys in. Um, I mean, pitched, yeah, he pitched the night before. But I still think that at this point you need that win, and and, you, and those felt like Sir Anthony spots. Um, and it's not like – I mean, Hoffman, it feels like he's pitched every game. So, yeah, you know, whatever. Um, and also is should theoretically be on more of an innings limit and all that type of stuff. Yeah. I just the home run to Walker happened. I just think he's looked better. Like I, I don't think he's looked like a complete. Now the home run thing is concerning, and I, and I get it. And I think that's a, a product of uh, trying to sacrifice stuff for control, because I think he got so out of whack with trying to overpower people that it was costing him walks, and he's giving up free bases. And now he's figured out how to rein it in. Like you haven't seen him walking people much recently, mm-hmm. but I think it's it's caused him to lose some of his stuff and maybe flatten out of some of his stuff. So. I think that's a, a bit of a process, but I think he is he is showing some signs. The problem is it might just be too late, and we might have to figure it out in the postseason. Like we might have to see if he great. can just if, if he has a red light mm-hmm. if he's a red light player. Yeah. No. And look, I mean, he was great last year. You know, it's we 
certainly have seen him flip the switch before and just kind of go from struggling to awesome, and the stuff is like that. You know, it's just frustrating because we we haven't seen all year really with him. No. You know, at no point, like, and and he had that nice stretch where he wasn't he was getting outs and stuff, but at no point have we watched him and been like, wow, that's the best pitcher on this team. Well, you know, which what, like which we have felt many times over the last. Few oh, I mean, Peaks or Anthony is the best reliever we've had here since. Yes, since, since I mean, and, and Alvarado for the beginning of this season. Th- yeah. Those two for like a month, you know. But that's it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So and, and uh, current Jeff Hoffman. Well, obviously, yeah, who, who could forget? I thought that was just accepted. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Respect Jeff Hoffman. <laughs> um, so yeah, it's 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 definitely the big thing, and and it's funny because. The way we talk about Sir Anthony and Nola is, is how we were talking about Trey Turner, where it's like, well, I'm not expecting it this year. Mm-hmm. Like, just um, chalk this one up as a lost season. Mm-hmm. But much like Nola, Sir Anthony has a chance to turn his season around, and and I just I haven't I haven't given up on the idea. Of Sir Anthony, who do you have more confidence in of what? the two? Of if Nola, you had to say one of the two will have a will, will end up turning it around and having a really nice playoffs for this team, which one would you pick of the two if you had to pick one? Uh, Sir Anthony, I would too. <laughs> I know. Yeah, which is you know Sir Anthony. Yeah, mostly because it's. Noel has more opportunities, more innings, whatever. Uh, I I just, I don't know. It, it's weird with Sir Anthony because I think if he gets into like a, a tight game in a postseason series. You still kind of trust I, him. I feel like he's, he's still got a little something. Look, I think so too. Like I, I, I won't know how I feel until I actually feel it. But trying to like put myself in that spot right now, maybe it's just because it was great last year and we saw him do it. But like I feel like if Sir Anthony comes into a playoff game, like I'm not, I'm not going to feel as good as I did last year, but I'm not going to, I'm still going to like, I'm gonna need to see him fail before I'm gonna believe he's gonna fail. Mm-hmm. And and obviously he has the 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 stuff to still do it. And he kind of has. I mean, his inning on Friday in St. Louis was just like bang, it's bang. over. Yeah. The inning Sunday in St. Louis, he was training in that way, and he made a bad pitch yep. to Jordan Walker. Jordan yep. Walker didn't miss it. Nope. So um, I I just I, I I don't know. I still I still there's still some some uh, part of me that has belief in Sir Anthony. Yeah, I, I think that's where I'm at too. Speaking of the wild card thing, we haven't really talked at all on this pod about kind of who we want. Oh, like, good. We have not yeah. done that at all. We've done zero talk about the Cubs and the Diamondbacks and the Marlins. We mentioned that we don't want the Marlins just because they're the freaking Marlins. Oh, there's a chance. Thing. I mean, yeah. yeah. I, like, we just, that is, I just, I don't want that. Like, too much history, too much whatever. But Cubs, Reds, Diamondbacks, Giants, it's not going to be the Giants. I think we could pretty much say that. You know, they're two back of the last wild card spot. I think they're four and a half back of that second spot or three and a half. Like, very unlikely to be the Giants, but how would you rank those teams? The the Cubs, the Diamondbacks, the Reds, and, and if you want to throw the Giants, then fine. But but those three teams, the most likely opponents along with the Marlins, we all know the Marlins are the one we want to face the least. Just bullet, just, yeah. Marlins. Yeah. Uh, how do you rank those other three? Uh, I would go from... Uh, like most want to face versus least want to face. So most want to face Reds. I hundred percent agree. I don't like. I don't even think it's a. It's question. not even. Not even close. Like, it's the Reds. Like, not even close. Give me the Reds. Um, and I don't even care that Hunter Green looked awesome yesterday. Yeah. Like, yeah. bring it. Ellie's calmed down. Oh, he's he, calmed down a lot. He's actually yeah. been pretty bad. Yeah. Like, like, for being honest, Ellie has been bad. Which is a shame. Which happens all the time. I know. Everyone relax out there. Ellie will be fine. Doesn't happen to Corbin Carroll apparently. No. Not Corbin <laughs> so, Carroll. So I would go. I would Bobby go. Uh, there are guys it doesn't happen. Reds, yeah. Reds, Cubs. I, I would, I would feel okay if the Cubs come in here. I keep looking at the Cubs lineup, and I'm like, I don't know. Nah, uh, nah. Yeah, I can't. Again, Justin Steele got rocked yesterday. It's well, happening. Don't care. don't care about that. He's gonna. He would come here It'll anyway. Be great. Um, yeah, but like, I mean, come on. Like, who's it? I mean, J- Jamison Tyon gonna beat us in a playoff game? Marcus, Marcus Stroman. Stroman. Like, come on. 
Um, it's the it's a Javier Assad in a playoff game. Nice. Thank uh, you. <laughs> it's the uh, uh, Mark Leiter Jr. coming out of the bullpen. Yeah. Anyway. Oh, 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 buddy. Dude, if they if they got sh- if they can you imagine if they if they get shut down, it'd be like Heath Henry coming out and be like like the middle reliever appearance by Mark Leiter Jr. <laughs> I would cease to be here. Um, okay. So I would go Diamondbacks. Diamondbacks actually do Lasts. worry me. No, but I want them the I want them the, the least. Lead. That's yeah, what I'm saying. You, so you go Reds, Cubs, Diamondbacks. Yeah, yeah. I agree with that order. And Diamondbacks have been playing good baseball. They haven't playing good baseball. And they are the most talented of the bunch. To your point, between Corbin Carroll and Christian Walker and Kettle Marte and even Gurriel and Fam, like they got dudes. They got some dudes. Mm-hmm. Um, and obviously Zach Gallon and Merrill Kelly. Yes. So the Diamondbacks do legitimately worry me. I'm trying my best. Not to look ahead to a, a potential Phil's Brave series in round two because, like, it, after yesterday and the last two weeks, it's like, man, that would be insane. And, and it's different than last year for me. Like, last year, because we just got in, it was so fun, and we beat the Braves. Like, wow, this is the greatest thing yeah, ever. Last year was just like, we're in the playoffs and we're winning this. So cool. It didn't matter who we were facing. This year, it's Phillies Braves. Phillies Braves. And the, like, the Braves had the edge of last year, you know. Yeah, and the, the revenge factor. Little revenge. And look, they've been. Substantially a better baseball team this year. We can call it like we see it. I mean, mm-hmm. They've been the best team in baseball. But I do think that, that they don't want to play the Phillies. I, I think the Phillies are the last team in baseball they want to face in the playoffs. I'm not kidding. I think in all of baseball, I think yeah. the Phillies are the last team that break because they know we're not scared of them mm-hmm. and they know we can fight them. We know we we have beaten them and we battle them. And like, you know, like I, I'm right there with you, man. If I'm the Braves, I do not want anything to do with this Phillies team. Plus, coming to, coming to Citizens Bank oh, Park. You kidding me? The one shame of it I is. I do think when Rob Thompson says four hours of hell, and what team that was, I think that was the Braves. Of course it was. Yeah, and guess what? It'll be way worse for the Braves than anyone else. Like, it just will. Like, it's I'm well. sorry. If it's the Dodgers coming here in the NLCS, it, like, we'll boo the Dodgers. It won't be the same. Like, we'll be relentless with the Braves. Maybe if it's the Marlins in the first round, not quite the same. Well, but we'll be, I mean, we'll be, what are we mad at? Like, yell we'll at Jake be, Berger? We'll just be scared. If really, it'll just be uh, to our, our butts will clench up. Yeah, right? I just, I, I, again, I, the Marlins are the team I want to face the least because they have the biggest upside of just despair. Yeah, yeah, just like getting in our heads and just totally messing with us. Even the people in the building at the point, like, you know they're not going to be as loud if it's some... Marlins go up one nothing. that building's a morgue. <laughs> oh, no, not yep. again, you yep. know? But, so, my one, my one complaint, and it is what it is, it's just the way it shakes out, as I said wrong on the radio and you corrected me and mm-hmm. I was an idiot. Um, I do wish it were a seven-gamer. I do wish that it was going to be the, like in the NLCS and we could do like the full-on real deal series instead of the... I'll take what I can get. But it's a shame that it, that they don't line up for the NLCS. Well, I, I just think that actually works out worse for the Phillies. If it's a seven-game series, I don't. I think a five-game series is perfect for Phillies Braves. You mean in terms of the pitching and the opera? Yeah, I get the, it. The, but the it's just so much se- more fun. In a, you're right. The seven-game series helps the better team in that way. And all. Yeah, I get it. Although, that's a good argument. It, it made does, me feel better. About it, it does feel like you're, we are transporting ourselves back into 2011 and, and reacting to the Cardinal series, where if that's a seven-game series, it probably goes differently. Yep. But who's bringing up bad memories? Um, <laughs> so hey, all I'm going to say is the Phillies are two and zero against the Braves in the playoffs. Like that's it, done. They've never beaten us You're in the right. playoffs. This, the, I just we we say need that. to bring it back to '93. That's right. Like, like, yeah. This, this team is right. the exact same team. This is more '93 than any other. Just in terms of like the vi- not in terms of talents, but in terms like we've talked about. Like I, I think '93 was the last team to connect with the city at any, and I don't think any team has connected the city the way this group has. But I think 93 is the only comparison I have. Like, it's the only thing that's even close. Like, the 07 to 11 connected with them because they were winning and they were great. And we watched them come up and stuff. But I'm talking about in terms of, like, the back and forth between the fans and the team. And also just the, like, lovableness of the team. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. I don't remember 93 like you yeah, do. You so. don't. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I was a 12-year-old. For me, a 12-year-old kid finally having a good baseball team. It was pretty special. 
so yeah, the the I, I'm trying my best not to look at. I do I do not want to look past the Diamondbacks because they do worry me. I mean, they're yeah. they're very fast. Whether they're the very one, like, athletic. Six eight or eight to ten. Like they've been playing good baseball. Too. They're they're fast. They're athletic. Corbin Carroll in a playoff series reminds me of. It reminds me so much of when Carlos Gonzalez came in here in 07 mm-hmm. and just torched us. And like Corbin Carroll's better than Carlos Gonzalez. Like Corbin Carroll is a is going to be a better baseball. Corbin Carroll, like the guy might be a Hall of Famer. Like, I mean, if, if he stays on the track, he's, well, the, yeah, you know. he's the first person ever to go 25-50 as a rookie ever in the history of the sport. It's never happened before. Like, he's he's amazing, Corbin Carroll. I, I think you're him. underrating how good and I know Cargo is great. I like Corbin How am I Carroll's underrating Corbin Carroll? Carl, Carlos Gonzalez was a monster was for a for he was a, for a, he was great, a but not a Hall of Famer. I think Corbin I know he's not a Hall of Famer, but if he if he if you if Corbin Carroll plays six years, he's not a Hall of Famer. Okay. That's pretty much Carlos yeah, Gonzalez's well, peak. Fell off. Yeah, seven years. Corbin Carroll's not falling off. That's what I'm saying. So it seems like you. <laughs> I mean, relax. And look, Cor- let's play this. No, way. we're gonna cut this audio when they play the when they when they play the Diamondbacks, and we're gonna you gushing about Corbin Carroll. He's great. No, he's great. He's great. And you know, look, I, we were joking about like, oh, we'd rather face Merrill Kelly, Merrill Kelly, Zach Gallen, will give us one. Zach Gallen is the best pitcher on any of these teams that we're talking about: the Cubs, the Reds, the Diamondbacks, the Marlins, the Giants. Zach Gallen is the best pitcher on all five teams. Boom. <laughs> I mean, Sandy Alcantara, you could say he hasn't had that year, I'm saying. but I, I'm debating him versus Logan Webb. But that's uh, that was it. the other name that popped my head. But, and Logan Webb has had playoff experience and looked good. But I would, st- I think it's still Zach Allen, right? If we're just talking pure talent, it's still Zach Allen. By the way, does it, uh, is it weird to you that, that both Logan Webb and Brandon Webb have like the same two-samer? Dude, it is. And I they're did, not related at no, all. No, they're not. And dude, <laughs> it's, like Br- the, it's the same pitch. Brandon dude. Webb had I the, loved Brandon the Webb. heaviest baseball I've ever seen. Yeah, I think no, if no I had to pick this it. one guy with the heaviest ball I've ever seen, the most balls just slam right into the dirt. It was that dude. <laughs> um, he was all. He was Cy Young. He I love Brandon. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I would say he's like kind of a forgot. Like we don't forgotten great yet. Yes, that's him, what I mean. Like I, he was one of the best pitchers of a generation. I like, would say him, peak Dan Heron. Yeah, Dan and, Heron. Dan Heron was not as good as Brandon. No, it was not. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And Jake Peavy. Jake Peavy was as good as Brandon. Jake Peavy is that's the same. They're similar. I think Jake Peavy and Brandon were perfect. Yeah. Like two greats of a generation. PV lasted longer. PV lasted longer. Yeah. PV had a PV had like a kind of bounce around career that you don't remember at the end. Like he was kind of like played on a lot Love more teams Jake than I PV. thought. Yeah, me too. On the 07. Uh, dude, I, uh, dude you know my favorite Jake Jake PV story. The 07 Padres that I went to three games out in Petco Park in 07. Shout out to my buddy Donnie McGeary. We went out there. We had a great time. And the last game we saw, Jake J- 07 Jake PV against JD Durbin. Wow, really? And J.D. Durbin threw a complete game shutout to beat Jake Peavy. Dude, me and my buddy in the ninth inning are literally standing up. The only the only two Phillies. Was this late Padres in the season or early? Uh, it was like uh, summer. It was like okay. July, August, whatever it was. Sitting there going, J.D. Durbin. Like the only two. There's no Phillies fans anywhere near us, and we're just like the loudest. It was it was awesome. It was yep. an awesome time. Yep. And a great park, Becca. It's a great, but yeah, I haven't been there. It, I, it, I'm, it's I'm worth the trip. To get out there. It's a it's a really neat place to watch a baseball game. My only random Padres Phillies moment uh, uh, memory from out there was I just remember Antonio Bastardo's uh, debut as a starter. Oh, His major league wow. debut was a, a starter. Guy. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, by the way, Jake Peavy is a. If you ever want to see my Jake Peavy, I do a perfect. You know, so Jake Peavy's one that you've got like. Perfect. On lockdown. Maybe on High Hopes Night on Saturday. Oh, if you want to see me. Oh, speaking of a, which. Well, <laughs> watch out night, for the rain. Yes, we know there could be some rain. But as of now, High Hopes Night is happening on Saturday night against the Mets. We'll be at the ballpark 2.30 at Liberty Landing, which is, you know, undercover, which is good. You know, if you're, you're looking for that. Um, but we'll be hanging out, meeting people, meet and greet for, you know, an hour and a half before the game. 
Uh, By the way, assuming it doesn't get rained out, it says two thirty-five. We've yeah. made it clear. We'll be there at two thirty. Yes, yes. We don't understand. We'll probably be there before. Why there's an extra? Being five completely minutes. honest about it, but we're not. It's not a baseball game. Yeah, we're not weird like that. You know, we're just gonna be. We there. didn't put in a request for. Yes, we weren't like. Oh, we'll be there at two thirty-five. <laughs> Put two thirty-five no, down. No earlier than two thirty-five. Yeah. No, not two, not two thirty. I'm serious about this. Two thirty-five. Yep. Yeah. That's what we did. We're divas. Sorry. Yeah, for sure. So you know. Really full of ourselves. Yeah, it's what we do. Yeah. You know, just you know, make it about us. Always. Yeah. Yes. Cater to us. Uh, seriously though, we are going to be hanging out at the game on Saturday. Uh, uh, rain or shine? <laughs> Assuming there is, if there rain is or shine, a game on unless Saturday, unless they cancel it that yes, morning. If 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 there is a game, we will be there. Yes, that's <laughs> simple. Good way to put it, right? So it's coming out, uh, still have a couple more days, or no, a day. Oh yes, today on Jack's show, you can win tickets on my show tomorrow. I yeah. think on Jack's show tomorrow. So yeah. tune in, try and win tickets. If not, just buy tickets. Coming out, it'll be worth can I have it. Have one last thought on the Diamondbacks. Yeah, uh, real quick. Yes, you can. Yes, you can. I will let you do that. But quickly, quickly. Let me just give a shout-out to the Miller Lite Bar of the Week while we're talking about Miller Lite. I hope's night. Shout-out to everyone who comes out. Uh, and, and, Jag, you should appreciate this. It's Timothy's in Westchester. Love it. How about that? Today's Miller Lite Bar of the Week is Timothy's in Westchester, where you can watch all <laughs> Phillies games with $5 Miller twenty-two uh, Miller Lite 22-ounce special. That is a great That's deal. A big old beer. It's a big old beer. That's the way I like it. Go to mytimothysrestaurants.com. <laughs> shout-out to Timothy's in Westchester. Our Miller Lite Bar of... <laughs> The week. So right. I have a funny story real quick about Timothy's in Westchester. Okay, good. And then we'll get to the Dynamax. So, like uh, See, look at this. So my um, my cousin-in-law, is that what you call your your sure. wife's cousin? Yeah, yeah, sure. So so he, him and his family have gotten like, I mean, openly bandwagon turned to the Phils. Love it. Phils this Welcome year. Welcome aboard. Um, yeah, and, at least you didn't gatekeep them, which was nice. No, no, I would never. I'm not <laughs> I'm not a gatekeeper. Um, but uh, so... Like he goes to Timothy's in Westchester mm-hmm. a good amount, and and he he texted in the group chat last night uh, a picture of him like, um, look, they're already up two nothing, and I was like, the game ended four hours ago. <laughs> <laughs> no way. Yeah, and he's like, damn. So he's it. watching the replay. Yeah, of Timothy's. Yeah. He's like, oh, I'd love to see them up two nothing early. That is awesome. Yeah. That I shout out to to cousin in law. Yeah. That is so awesome. Yeah. Hey, look. Yeah, they're up to nothing. That's all. Awesome. It's like, well, he's really? like, what do you mean? I was like, you're you're watching a rerun. It's like, <laughs> it's like, I was like, I was like, but I need you at Timothy to be reacting in real time. Yeah, let me know what's going on. Yeah, it's, text, it's a good game. You're gonna enjoy it. He texted, uh, he texted the group at like I don't know nine and was like, what a throw by Cassie. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah. I really dig that. Yeah, That's so really Timothy's cool. a cool spot. So, Shout um, out to and you can go rewatch the game. Yeah, later. rewatch the How game. Um, last on Diamondbacks before we move on yes. is that. Like the um the one the one thing that I would like about facing them is I, I the bullpen doesn't really worry me like, at all. Like Paul Seawald's good. I think he I think he's fine. He's good. He's their best reliever, and he's like the solid. only reliever. Yeah, exactly. Yes. I mean, they are they have a bad bullpen. Yeah, so really good point. Um, in a playoff series here, you know, I think that yeah, bullpen. Yeah, and look could... after the third. If it does go three, as much as I know we have our own issues, like I will take Ranger over. Whoever's gonna Zach Brandon Fott or whoever the hell their third starter yeah. is gonna be, I don't know who it is. I need Zach Davies here in a playoff. Zach Davies, exactly. Like any Knock of those guys, Aaron like Nola. they have two great. And I hesitate to call Merrill Kelly great, but he's been great. He's been great. They have two great starters, and th- and then it really falls off. Yeah, and, and and the key in those games is get them. Like I don't think they're gonna do well against them. Get them out after six. Yeah, I just keep it close and get them out after Merrill six. Merrill Kelly thing. 
I just, I can't. They can't hit him. I'm telling you. I know they can't. He is. The dude's like a strikeout machine. I don't, it doesn't make any sense. Like, I've watched a lot of Merrill Kelly pitch. Yeah. And, like, normally I get it. I'm not a pitching expert. Yeah. Normally I'm like, oh, yeah, I see Logan Webb. I see it. Yep. I see that. Like, I don't get it with Merrill Kelly. I don't get it. Yeah. I I mean, I I don't (laughs) think he's... I, he's always just looked like an innings eater yes, to me. Yes, like he, like he just looks like a guy. So, um, t- he, him and Justin Steele are the two I yes. want to face the least in a playoff yeah, series. Yeah, they're, they're going to screw us. Yes. Um, so, yeah, that's my last on Diamondbacks. I, I think the athleticism, you know, I'm glad it's obviously not there. Unless they that chase would us be, down, we all know. Yeah, <laughs> that, that is the biggest. Don't don't let it be in Arizona. That is like I would rather go to Wrigley. Honestly, I, I think we lose if we go to Arizona. Uh yeah, I probably. Think so I, so I mean, the history says, like, you know, we're not great. Hold on. They took three or four out of there. They did. And JT has By an the way, which was there. a map. Not an yeah, the, the, yeah, JT. Yeah, with uh, Road JT. Um, the, the wild. Would you take a road series <laughs> just to get the best version <laughs> of JT Real Muto? I mean, you know, he's the one guy that it really matters for one way or the other, you know? So, I don't know. I uh... Would you start Gareth Subs all three games at home? <laughs> two games at home? <laughs> Just so. <laughs> what, real quick, before we move on, what did you think about that yesterday? And I know it's just a day game, but they almost never, I think it was only the third time ever that Subs had caught Nola. Never do that. Nola looked pretty good. Like, I don't know. I had it in the take back. So I was thinking, would you give Stubbsy the start next week against the Pirates? Uh, well, absolutely. I think So he, I think you have to, to find out if there's a thing because... Yeah, if you're asking me, would I sit JT Romuto in a playoff game if I thought it meant that Aaron Nola would pitch better because of it? 100% yes. So I was thinking about that, too. And I think people would say, well, then you're taking JT's bat out of the lineup. You could DH JT. You could put Harper at first. You could keep Cassie Johnson right. You can keep Schwarburn left. You could. So you... And then also, if they're at home, I don't care if his bat's out of the lineup. Like, I just don't. Well, I know. But... I know. He's JT Romuto, and he's got to play. I get it. But, like... Either way, all right. Whether you DH him or not, like, and I personally wouldn't, but I get it. But but I get it. Like, I'd rather have him in the line than like Jake Cave. I get it. It's over Jake Cave. I agree with you. Again, what is Jake Cave? Why like, is he still here? I just I can't. Why he can't hit? No, he can't. And he can't and lift he can't, the ball. And he's not even a good fielder. Like he's okay. He's fine out there. But like, he stinks. Yes. Uh, no, you're right. Like JT will play. But either way, like I would absolutely if if Nola pitches well against with again with Stubbs and there's something there and Nola likes it. In a second, I would do. Now, he did go seven innings of shutout baseball against the Cardinals with JT back mm-hmm. there. Mm-hmm. So, well, I, while I'm I a big fan of the game I calling, there, being I think there's a zero percent <laughs> chance this happens. I think but JT, I, don't, I, I I disagree. I think JT Romuto will catch every game in the playoffs. I disagree. Okay. I think I think I think if they give Stubbs the start next week against the Pirates, and Nola goes shove City, I think Garrett Stubbs starts game two. I don't. I'll bet you. You want to bet? No, we already got our other bet. Oh yeah, I don't remember what it was. Yeah, we do. Yeah, you do. I'm. I'm t- oh, um, oh, 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 oh! Are, are not on the air bet. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. You're winning. You're winning so far. Early winner. Yeah. Uh. Um, <laughs> I love. It. Yeah, that's great. Yeah. Good. Um, yeah. So yeah, I, I, I don't think there's. I, I think there could I like be a the chance idea that we can only have one bet. Yeah. No, we can't. And no one bets. can know about. Yeah. It's just our bet. Yeah. And yeah. Elliot, can, Elliot can be there. Yeah. Elliot's allowed. Yeah. yeah. Um. So yeah, I just. Uh, <laughs> you think Elliot's gonna listen to this podcast in Scotland? By the way. No. He's such a loser, man. I think Elliot listens to Iobes sometimes. But I think... Well, he, given his baseball takes, I, I would say he never he listens never listens. To listens. Once in a while. Like, when the Phillies are good. But he tweets it out. He supports it. It's all we can ask for. Well, he's a very supportive guy. He is. Elliot, Elliot is about as good a friend hype man as you can ever yes. have. 
Like Elliot will will go out and he will he will shout that you're the best of the heavens. Yeah. It, it's it's a good friend. You. Yeah, yeah, I'm not. I'm, yeah, yeah. And you know when I do it? <laughs> when? In private. I know. I don't like it. I'm not, I'm not a big public guy. I know you're not. Yeah. We're different in that yeah, way. No, 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 no. I don't <laughs> I don't like I don't like people knowing that I like them. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like I'm like, hey, how you doing? Yeah. My Emily's the same way. Emily's always like, so it's like with Zoe, it's very funny. Cause like I'm always like, you know, I love you, Zoe. You're the best. Oh, I love you. It's me, you know? Huh? And Emily's much more like, um, you know, she loves her and tells her, but she's much more like she makes Zoe come to her. And all Zoe cares about is Emily's love. Yeah. Like she couldn't care less about me. Yeah. And it's all because of that. Right. And it's like so much smarter. That's why so credit. Me and Emily. I'm giving you credit. Me and Emily yes. are one on one people. Yes, this is smart. I'm a one. I don't like groups. <laughs> no, Emily hates groups. Yeah. Hate groups. Yes. Emily will be at Hyopes Night, by the way. I like, <laughs> Emily will be there. I'm good at, I'm good in those groups. I think. Yeah. When there's, when there's a lot of people. <laughs> yeah, I get it. I'm pretty good. Yeah. But even at Hyopes, I guess talk to one on one. I know you do. I know you do. You know? So yeah. Hyopes Night will be great as long as it doesn't rain. Yep. We can't wait for it. Yes. All right. Take back. Uh, the old take bag, huh? The old, old, old take bag. <laughs> actually a new one today. Yeah. Um, okay. I don't, this is not, this is not to sound negative. Good start. <laughs> not to sound negative. <laughs> but every time they show Brandon Marsh's stats, aren't you like, really? Yeah, I'm always like, wow. Dude, it's OPS, like... He has 10 home runs. Yeah. And his OPS is like in the 8th, It's 20s. still. It's, it's like uh, only recently not been the OPS leader on the team like yeah. for the season. It's like every time I see him, I'm like, how? I also feel like he has not really lifted the ball in a month. No, he's just been <laughs> ripping it into the ground. I know. Like, it's pretty wild. Yeah. He used to home run. Like, he felt like, right, Marshall, you can hit a home run here. You're right. Only like it's As everyone else, the home run numbers, have, all of a sudden you look and it's like, oh, like remember the whole season where they're like, sure, it's the only one who's hitting home runs. Now you look, it's like they're going to end up with five guys with 20-plus homers, which I did not see coming at all. Well, and uh, Three, 300 RBI guys? like Which, again, seems impossible. It seems impossible. And I believe, I mean, both Casty and, and Trey Turner have an outside shot at 30. Yeah. Well, no, Trey Turner... I mean, he's got 26, yeah. so he well, needs so it Cassidy. four, and, and you have Cassidy, yeah, they both are 26, or Cassidy was 27 yesterday. I thought it was 26. Yeah, either I'm way, they're sure. both right there. I mean, again, and I mean, Schwarber, by the way, is going to end up with a, a, a like a 4,800-100 season, which is like, no big deal. Yeah. Like, guy stinks, right? Yeah, batting average. He's going to end up with like 112 runs or 115 runs. Like, what are we doing here? How that- does anyone still have an issue with this? That's what I wanted to put in the take back. Oh, good. Thank you. You're welcome. Because this is a a true take, actually. Oh, wow. I haven't had one, you haven't had one of those in a while. Look at that. I I don't mean this to sound like I am uh, uh, ripping older players, okay. which I would never do. I am nope. I am pro the the older generation. You never rip old. You never make fun of old people for no. being old. You Mm-mm. never. You know, it's not your thing. But let me just make this abundantly clear. <laughs> oh God! You can't convince me that at one point. Mickey Mantle hit a ball uh, almost a hundred feet further than that Schwarber home run. Like it had to be judged. They had to be picking it by eye test. Five sixty-five from Mickey Mantle. Like no way. So I grew up. There's no yeah. freaking way that, that Mickey was, Mantle hit that a ball. Was, that that home run was legend growing up. Like when I was a kid. Like every, that was like the every parent said that was the furthest home run ever hit. That it went out of Yankee or they almost went out of Yankee. That's not po- like, it's just like, physics. Physics. I couldn't agree with you. Like, what are we doing? That, uh, were they measuring it? Did they get a tape measure out? Because I know they didn't have all these advanced stats back then. Like, the, 
and let's, can we be honest? I know we do the whole thing, and I'm big on error dependent, like error specific. Like, I am no problem saying that that someone who played in the 50s is the greatest player of all time. Like, I don't believe that per se, mm-hmm. but like, I, I could say it because I'm judging them against their era. Not, but like, in all honesty, this is a discussion about physical ability and strength and size mm-hmm. and all these things that like, lift. no one in the 1950s hit a ball like that. No one. Now, no one. Here's where. No one had a ball probably within 100 feet of that. I mean, 50 feet of that in the 1950s. Five, like 565. Like these guys were smaller. They were less strong. They were not and, using the same sort of uh, uh, training regimen. This, that. Like, this is this is crazy town. And, the bats are better. The balls are better. Like, stop. And pitchers weren't throwing as hard. Of course not. The, the, exactly. There's not as much philosophy to get it out with. Yeah. Like, Jack. It, it's just, fully support this take. Like it's just, it's just, it's okay. Like five six, five sixty five. There's no way that's real. No, zero percent. And maybe, maybe it was after it stopped rolling. It yeah, maybe be, it <laughs> landed and rolled another hundred feet. Sure, I guess that's possible. Yeah, like, fuck, sure. Like, come on, Outrageous. man. Outrageous. Sure, sure, like whatever. Thank you. Thank you. Again, like I think the I think the twentieth furthest home run this year is probably further than that Mickey Mantle home run. You know what I mean? Like I think I think it is so overrated in that sense. Thank you. Welcome. <laughs> I'm, I'm waiting it. to put that one yeah. out there. Um, ba, 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 ba. So I had this. I had this written down. Had they lost yesterday? <laughs> so I like you still brought it. I I really appreciate that about you. You're like I'm gonna do this if they lose, but you know what? They won. I'm just gonna say I would have done it if they lost. I guess we'll do it. Yeah, because I'm all about you know fairness. Yes. So transparency, fairness, all these things. If they, if they, if they come up short. Right. Are we talking like World Series short? World Series short okay. or, or even NLCS, like if they lose in the DF. Right. It's going to be because they just didn't do enough of the deadline. Yep. Like I was thinking Seriously. about it yesterday. I went, dude, like, I was with Lorenzen. Like I was thinking about Lorenzen. Like, they're big moves and a chance. For, like if they if they really – now I know they couldn't bank on the – they should have probably been able to bank on the offense, but whatever. Like at that time, the offense was not doing very well. And after that time, it was the best offense in baseball. So that's a mm-hmm. hard thing to kind of predict. But if you just – the, their deadline was Rodolfo Castro and, and Michael Lorenzen. And both were misses. I mean, Lorenzen gave him a little bit. Obviously, a couple starts that helped them win two. games. Two. I two. said a couple. That's it. I literally That's said a couple. Like, they were both unequivocally bad moves. Like, unequivocally. And again, forgetting what Bailey Falter, it's not like he's been great or whatever. But, mm-hmm. like, Rodolfo Castro has been Can't a plan. zero. He's been a literal zero. Like, he doesn't play. He didn't barely pinch hits. Like, yeah. he is useless. And Lorenzen is a miss. Like, it's a flat-out miss. Especially when we talked about, like, you know what they should have freaking done? Gone out and got a real bullpen arm, right? Like, wouldn't it have been nice if when we talked about them going out and getting one of these freaking guys, and Alex Lang, or the hell you want to say it is, like, and go get a guy who, like, can actually come in and make a difference because wouldn't that be nice right now to have a dude who could throw like Sir Anthony and actually looks like that now? Like, right? One arm short. Right? Like, that's what I look at the bullpen as. And we it, said it in the minute. And we said it in the moment. And they might have to bring up a Ryan Kirkring. Maybe he can be that guy. And he had scoreless. He had scoreless AAA debut last night, which is good. Um, because they, I guess the, their concern was they wanted to see how he'd do with the big league balls. Because they use big league baseballs in AAA. Real quick. Yes. Why don't they use big league baseballs all throughout the I have no idea. Like, what are we doing here? It's is this baseball. like high school? Like, I know. you know, seriously I, though, right? Well, okay, the seams are tighter. I have no idea. Like, Whatever, to... use the ball. Like, I it's know. like the, the idea that in high school, like, you play with a different size football or something, which they do. Like, it's like, why? Well, that's because their hands are small. I know. In high school, I'm talking college. Like, if you guys are going to play in the NFL, like, shouldn't you play with the same size ball? I don't mm-hmm. know. So, uh, yeah, I just, I was it's thinking. It's like about the metal bat thing. We've talked about this yeah, before. Yeah. It's like, you should get rid of them. Get rid of them. But I was, but I was thinking about yesterday. It's like, man, if they just. They just added one, like the starter thing, whatever. If they could just add one more legitimate, 
And eventually they're going to have, and maybe it's this offseason. Maybe it's this offseason that they have the core set. They know what they're getting. They don't have to deal with Harper missing whatever Everyone's time. under contract. Like, so you think you think organizationally they looked and said, all right, this like we're gonna we're gonna make some moves now, see what happens, we could still win, but we're gonna really It was kind of, it was a half in it was well, a half it was. in deadline. It, it was a it was a, if we do we do we don't we know. We said it in the moment. Like it was a better version of that. And it's a shame too that that the and again they didn't do enough, but it's also a shame that these moves didn't work out. Like last year, Dombrowski had a great trade deadline. You know, even though the Syndergaard thing wasn't great, like Brandon Marsh mattered for the Phillies last mm-hmm. year. He mattered this year. Like David Robertson had big moments. He like, was a part of the team and all that. Like these are two moves and both misses at a t- and a team that needed those moves. <laughs> you need a guy to get you one inning in a playoff game. Lorenzen or Syndergaard. Last year's last year's center guard, like Lorenzen today. Yeah, like this Lorenzen. Yeah, I think I'd take last year's center guard, wouldn't you? Uh, I don't know, man. I couldn't stand why. <laughs> it's horrible. Yeah. I know, but, but their but stuff looks exactly the same. It, it, it's just, you mean they're nothing? <laughs> they, they, look, they look the like nothing exactly stuff? the same. Like the, the by the way, by the, the way, the lack of movement on these pitches when you watch it is it's not it's not great. Not good. Uh, by the way. I almost did an Elliot. I almost like I could hit it, and then I was like, "No, I couldn't. no, you couldn't. no, I couldn't. I'm not an idiot. I know I couldn't." By the way, Dylan Covey should pitch before both of them in a playoff I game. No, dude, Be- you know I said Tywin this Walker, a while ago. Before Tom Walker, no, I'm with and, you and on before this. Michael Lorenzo. I did this ago. I'm like, is Dylan Covey good? Like, not, I know he's not that bad. No, I, he's not that again, bad. Again, I I have more faith that he will not give up runs than other guys who pitch in bigger spots, without a doubt. Who's better, Dylan Covey or Britton Covey? I mean, Dylan Covey. Okay, good. Britton Covey is. What are we doing here? I know. <laughs> I know. Um, <laughs> yeah. I, I, you know, yeah. Right. I'm with you. I, 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 yeah, similar type of thing with like caring of making such a great roster and caring about it and not just getting this one little piece that yeah. can really help you. Yeah. Um, so I want to talk about, <laughs> I want to talk about my interaction at Wawa this morning. Oh, good. Okay, good. What a, what a great. Because you know my affinity for older baseball fans, right? Yes, of course. It's so, one of your things. This, uh, the the one guy at Wawa working. Which, hold up, real quick. It's also funny because you have you have an affinity for older baseball fans and for younger baseball fans. You love the ends of the spectrum. You want young kids to be like into baseball. it. Like baseball. I know, and but I it like is the- funny. I never thought about the fact that you you you, <laughs> you love both ends of the spectrum. Yeah. You're you're into when like whenever we have like young listeners, to the pod we meet kids are listening. You get so excited about it. Yeah. Whenever we meet like a dad who listens, you get so excited. About it. I know. I, I get more excited about the dad. You it's do. Like, how do no, you, find you do. The podcast? You do. No, you do. But um, still, it is funny that those are your favorites. Yeah. The ends of the spectrum. Um, and everyone in between. Get lost. Yeah, if you didn't, you're okay. yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, so because uh, older baseball fans, they're just always angry. Like they're never happy. Mm-hmm. They, like it's always this guy's things, accountability. I mean, to like, be fair, when you have lived seventy plus years as a Phillies fan, yeah, it, these things it's happen. Built up over time. <laughs> yes, these things happen. You're not the biggest fan of me. <laughs> um, so, so this guy at Wawa who's working, he sees an old guy who I guess must have been a regular mm-hmm. or whatever, and he goes, "Hola." And the guy, without missing a beat, goes, you know, Noel's got good stuff. And like, he's, he, So the guy said, hola, like, yeah, hello, yeah, hola. And the yeah. guy went, wait a minute. Yeah, he was like, without missing a beat. Love he, this guy. He, he Love was just this like, guy. Listen, Noel does have good stuff. So if he could just put it together. Did I was you like, jump in? What? No, You're I like, just Hey, yeah. Yeah, no. I, just, I just laughed. It was, I was very happy. That's great. And though. then the guy was like, the, the worker was like, I just said hola. You know? <laughs> just saying hi. Yeah, yeah. And he's like, ah, well, you know, the game yesterday, yeah. whatever. So I, to, to be fair. Just say hi. Yeah. No. Like, don't do the Ola yeah. thing. Like, come on. I don't blame the old guy for being like, who says 
Ola. Yeah. Like enough. Uh, All right. So Nola. So he's like, he just went right into a bit about Good. Aaron Nola. That's great work. Shout out to that guy. Maybe he's a listener. Maybe he's a listener. Um, uh, I'm ready to put it out there. Uh-oh. My number one target for the... Well, we're going there already. We're already the offseason. One of my favorite long-time items bits, and now it's even better because we have playoffs coming up, is you just looking at the offseason and the season, mm-hmm. which used to make more sense. Yeah. Makes less sense. I know. Okay. Um, but the guy that I need... And <laughs> just go right in. Like, I just... He's he, he's my number one target in free agency this offseason. Okay. And full disclosure, mm-hmm. I know that he would come here and be horrible. <laughs> but I just I mean, who doesn't, right? Yeah. I, mean, go on. I need Jesse Chavez to be a Phil. Really? I was not expecting. I mean, I really like Jesse Chavez. Dude gets outs. Dude, I did not expect. Of all the names, he seems one. quite likable. Actually, I like him, him. And again, I will at some point get Adam Duvall in the Phillies. Yeah. And now I need Jesse Chavez on that list. Like Jesse it, Chavez it, is a lock to get big outs against us at the playoffs. Dude, it's it's <laughs> just a lock. All he does is come in when the Braves are down by two. Yep. Pitch like five innings of pretty good baseball. Uh, <laughs> and then the Braves come back and win. Like it is a tale as old as time. I don't care that he's almost four. Yeah. I need Jesse around. Chavez. I dude, love Jesse it. Chavez has been around forever. What a, what a, I so I think most like longtime listeners, and I know me. We're definitely expecting a weird name. Like, we were not expecting you to be like, man, they got to get Mike Trigger or whatever. You know what I mean? Like, we mm-hmm. weren't expecting that. We were expecting some off the beaten path. I did not expect that. You didn't see Jesse Chavez no, coming? No. I just, he is, he <laughs> really, is. As your top free agent he is acquisition. everything I've ever wanted in a, in a bullpen <laughs> arm. He is. Dude, you are absolutely, in the history of Jesse Chavez's life, the first person to say that. I disagree. And I. <laughs> Anthopolis brings him back every year. No, I every know. year they bring him back when he's terrible elsewhere. I know. And he turns into like the best reliever in baseball I again. I so know. I know he's going to come here and be bad. Yeah. Oh, but I need to know. And then we'll cut him. We'll go back to the Braves. And be great and win the World Series. I need to know what it's like to have a middle reliever that can just come in and get outs for like three innings. Now, if Dylan Covey's not proven enough to you? He's not. Needs to be Jesse Chavez <laughs> next That's year. great. I need Jesse Chavez. I really like that. Thank that you. made me happy. If, if this offseason... Is an is Adam Duvall and Jesse Chavez. You're set. You can just bank on the World you know, Series and a Corbin Burns trade, but that's third. That's in the, the clear list. third. Yes. Yeah. Far less important. You can win without Corbin Burns. Jesse Chavez, eh, probably can't. It's hard. I mean, <laughs> look, all he does is win in Atlanta. So Jesse Chavez, number one target. I really enjoyed that. Thank you. And then really good. My final thing in the take bag. Oh, and I don't know how you're gonna feel about this, Uh-oh. but it's how I feel. Okay. Is Rolling nights, real. rolling nights on Friday. Oh, yeah. And I just think we have such positive momentum after the Trey thing that we don't need to take a step back with a boo fest of Scott Rowland. Like, just, it doesn't need to be a standing ovation. doesn't need to be this. Just a round of applause. So, I don't need a ton of boo. Like, I, I, like I think people, I think there's going to be a couple people that are going to boo. But I just think that, like, think about how great of a run this has been for the Philly sports fan. Like, like it feels like... We're getting stories written about how, like, oh, brotherly love's real. And, like, they're not the meanest people. There's been way less snowballs of saying those conversations. Way less batteries at J.D. Drew. Way less of this. <laughs> and, like, I just think it would be a step back. I think it would be a step back if, if Friday night, on a good moment for Roland and his family, if it turned into a boo fest. All right, so you're correct. I don't agree with you on this. Uh, I don't need it to be a boo fest, but I can't, like, I feel like it would be disingenuous to not, 
let some people boo at this. Like, well, people, I think people are like, going to boo it. Boo Scott Rowland. That's how I feel mm-hmm. as a human being, as a Phillies fan. Like, boo that guy. I hate that guy. I, I don't want to cheer him. I think it's a massive mistake the Phillies are putting him on the wall of fame, the silly thing that they have to begin with. Like, it's a mistake. No one wants to go celebrate Scott Rowland. Like, I have zero, zero, like, uh, hope or want or whatever to, to go cheer that guy. Like, screw that guy. So, Look, I agree it should not be a, a loud chorus of booze, but like I am fine with with some polite claps and a smattering of booze. Like I'm, that's what the guy deserves. Give him what he deserves. Just, uh, I think it's going to turn more. Into, we, I, I look. The ovation was perfect. It was a great idea. I don't want to. I don't. I'm, I'm not so saying happy it happened. I know. I know you're not. But I'm saying like we still have to be real. We I still don't want to. I don't want to step back. Who we are as Philadelphians. I don't like, want to step back. It's not a step back. It's a righteous boo. He deserves to get booed. There's a difference between just booing to be a J.O. and booing because the person deserves to hear your ire. And that's what Scott Rowland is. Does he, though? Too soft. Does he deserve to hear his Does he deserve to, to hear it? Because because they weren't going around them. back, Jack, what did you say last pod? You were two pods ago. You're damn right. Boomers have the best baseball takes. I guarantee you the boomers are not cheering for Scott. I'm not saying cheer. I'm just not saying I just don't want to boo. That's all I want. Okay. If, if, I would be fine if people want to sit there in silence. If you want to just sit. <laughs> I'm sure that was And honoring Scott Rowan. And it's like. That, I don't think that's going to happen. I'm but, fine with that. If yeah. they want to just sit silently. I just. I know there's not going to be. I don't want a standing ovation. I don't want that. I totally, no, I get, no, no, no. I get the no, 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 no. Enough. Dude, and also, like, everyone out there, Sal Licata, who I actually think is really good. I like Sal Licata. Love Sal. Yeah, I think he's great. Uh, enough with the standing ovation for Zach Wilson and the standing ovation for Carlos Correa. And, like, enough. They try enough! to do it for uh, Jack Flaherty. In, they do it. Enough. Like, do these people not understand what this was? This was a, a particular moment in time with a particular person who signed a $300 million contract who was trying his hardest. All, like, like, there was a million little factors that went into this being the perfect thing for the perfect guy in the perfect spot. Like, stop. Like, stop. But I appreciate it. Um, <laughs> <laughs> good try, good effort. So we'll see what happens on Friday. I just, you know, I think we're in a good spot, and I don't think we need to have a big old uh, – I think – I don't think – because you know the national media can't wait to, like, turn it back on and be mm-hmm. like, oh, see, they they ruined Scott Rowland night. I, again, shouldn't be having Scott Rowland night. That's the big thing, sure. right? Yeah. Sure. What, what are we doing here? Like, it's – again, your point. Like, we got to have a – Freaking Wall of Fame ceremony. Like, no one wants this. At least they're not retiring his number. He's a Hall of Famer. <laughs> Nobody wants Hoskins this. comes back next year wearing, <laughs> God. like, 19. Nobody wants this. That's all. All right. All right. By the way, Johan Roas is the everyday center fielder. How, how wild is that? From, like, the... From, from like, like, the days of original high ups when he's a 16-year-old and you're talking about him on high ups, 17-year-old? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, it's pretty crazy, man. We're here. And he's been great. Defensively. Yeah, and, and, and I, I know he's been good offensively. Which is, like, I still am shocked. I don't believe it. Every time he comes up, I don't expect him to get hit. But he's been good, man. Mm-hmm. And he hit a homer off a non off a, of an actual real pitcher so the other day. That's his first career. That's homer. his first career homer. The other one, when you have to apologize, when you're apologizing to the guy on the mound for your home run, I don't think we count that one. Mm-hmm. Yeah, <laughs> when he's like, "My bad, yep. shouldn't have done that. Yep. Sorry." Yep. <laughs> that was fun though to see him get one. I was, it was a big, that was a big home run. Mm-hmm. So I mean, like game one of the World Series. Might be him and or not game one of the World Series. Sorry, game one of the wild card round. Oh, I like what your heads at. Could be uh, Johan Rojas and, and Brandon Marsh and and center and forward Yeah, which which I think that will be the. Now, do you think that he can do that every day? Do you think that Johan Rojas has played well enough to where he can be the everyday center fielder next year? 
Now I know this is not every day is like it's not really gonna work out like this, but is it enough to not bring Reese back and put him at first base to where you have Harper at first base a majority of the time, Schwarber left or uh, Martian left, Rojas center field and Schwarber the DH. I think so. Which is a, a big spot where we've gotten to. Yeah, I think it is it, though. It just makes, the, and, and it makes I, the overall team. It just makes good. the team better, and it just it also gives you more vis- versatility moving forward. Like there's just it just makes so much more sense from a roster construction standpoint. And I think Harper likes it over there. At least, you know, it's kind of the vibe I'm getting from the way he's talked about it, from playing it, all that. It seems like he's into it. There's no really other way to make it work with bringing Reese back. Like you put Reese at first, Harper in right. No, and then Cassian left, Schwarber DH, but then you're... you're Rojas in center. Yeah. But Mar- or then Marsh, Marsh, but then Rojas yeah. isn't playing. Yeah, exactly. There's no way to make that's gonna them be both. The big, that's going to be the biggest, one of the biggest questions of this yeah, offseason. It's How fascinating. How real do they think Johan Rojas Yeah, that is. And also, can you, you know, get by... They did this year, but they didn't for a while get out with the, without the extra big kind of bat in the lineup with Reese. You know, you're you're trading a big bat for a big glove, mm-hmm. you know? What a time. <laughs> Phillies! Wow, what big defensive club. I love it. All right, any final thoughts? Um, uh, like, let's just not mess around with the Mets. Oh, they're yeah. They're playing decent baseball. They, they, they keep winning, dude. Yeah. They keep winning. And you know, you know, in what has been a season from hell for that team, there is nothing they want to do more than end their season by beating up on us. Yeah. Like, that so, would, that would, they, they're, they're going to bring it. Don't let that happen. Don't. Don't let, let that happen. happen. All right, and, uh, I guess don't boost Scott Rowland, but if you really want to, just go for it. Don't boost Scott Rowland, and we'll see you Saturday. And we'll see you Saturday. Maybe. Coming out, maybe. 2.30. Yeah, we'll be there if there is a there to be there, all right? And if not, I'm sure we'll figure something out. But either way, coming out, it's going to be awesome. Until then, he's first himself.